So, when the house lights go down and I dash through that curtain and up the stairs to the stage, I am tense with focus and uncertainty, though equally focused on not displaying tension or uncertainty. People sometimes say things like, you look so relaxed when you're playing the drums, so in command. I can only laugh and say, well, I sure wish it felt that way. Begin as you mean to go on can also refer to my intention to take a cue from the R42's reverse chronology set list and open this story with the final show. If I'm going to try to tell something about a 41-year relationship with Alex and Getty and a separate relationship with the music we've made together over those decades, it'll be necessary to do some leaping about in time, so why not start at the Los Angeles Forum on August the 1st, 2015, the final show of the R-40 tour. We'd played in that building many times, 24 according to a plaque on the wall there, so now 25, but the last time had been two nights on the Test for Echo tour in late 1996. After that, the building's ownership had fluctuated for a while. It was one of the first to bear a corporate name, such shall be nameless here, fight the power, fight the branding, then was owned by a church for several years. For complicated and tragic reasons, we didn't return to perform again in Los Angeles until 2002, and that time we tried playing at the new mega arena named after a chain of business supply stores. We didn't like that cavernous space, but later enjoyed playing the Hollywood Bowl and Universal Amphitheater a few times, and last tour at the Finnish Telecommunications Company Theater downtown. Before the Time Machine tour in 2010, we had planned to do our production rehearsals and first show at the Forum, but there were worrisome rumors of imminent bankruptcy and the possibility of our equipment being impounded inside, so we set up our production and rehearsed in a film studio soundstage instead, the old Paramount Studios, now Sony, in Culver City. The Los Angeles Forum was developed by a Canadian entrepreneur, Jack Kent Cook, who was born in Hamilton, Ontario, almost exactly forty years before I first drew breath in that same town. The Forum was built in Canada's centennial year, 1967, the same year the old Philadelphia Spectrum went up, two buildings that always felt alike to me in our early days. There was something about those two venues. I don't think we ever had a bad show in them. They were small enough, considered as arenas, to sound good when they were full of people. The audiences were energetic and enthusiastic, and we always seemed to play well. Another connection. In the 1980s, I rode my bicycle to both of those venues several times and remembered the neighborhoods on the way. From Philly's venerable downtown, through ritzy, quaint Rittenhouse Square, then through streets of tidy, working-class row houses, down into military housing farther south. In Los Angeles, pedaling downhill from West Hollywood on La Cienega, past commercial districts, body shops, and bungalows with iron grills over doors and windows. Then, up and over a bleak hill with nodding oil wells, one of many oil fields under the city, and down to Inglewood, which was said to be dangerous. That was never a problem on a bicycle in Harlem, downtown Detroit, 
the East End of London or Inglewood, California, I was always seen as a harmless crank. This time, everything's so different now that I live in Los Angeles, I took a car. With a driver. For there would be another party after this show, naturally enough, but it was the third party that week. That was about three years' worth of parties for this bubba. But it had to be born, obviously, just added to the pressure I was under. To me, first, twentieth, or last show, this was still just a show, or more accurately, it was just still a show, meaning I felt no sense of lightness, relief, or doneness. Not yet. There was still a long, hard, and always uncertain job to do. A few days earlier, friend Stuart Copeland had emailed me.